Hello everybody, so I just want to say before we start today's episode, I am putting this little disclaimer at the beginning of the episode just to say that in this final wrap up of the Heaven's Gate documentary, we do have to talk about a very serious topic for a lot of people. We do have to get into the topic of suicide. So I am just letting y'all know if it's something that is a very difficult subject or traumatic subject that is just really, really hard for you to deal with that this this may not be the best episode for you to listen to. So I will just go ahead and advise you that we do have to get into that stuff. Now, we do have some laughs and everything, like we always do. It's just our normal style. But this does have some more serious moments. So if the topic of suicide is not something that you are comfortable with, then it would probably be in your best interest to go ahead and skip this episode. Welcome back to Cold Ones. <laughs> okay, now we're ready to start. The interview show with the coldest questions and the coldest beverages. <laughs> is that a thing? I don't know. Uh, there actually is a podcast called Cold Ones. Damn it. Damn. And they sit down. So you know like Hot Ones is they interview them. They have hot wings. Mm-hmm. They interview people and they drink like cold beers. I was about to say some brewski. Yeah, they oh, drink nice. some brewskis. We got nice. Is there anybody notable on those podcasts? I will have to look. I know they've had some pretty pretty big name people on there. Okay. I'll have to check that out then. Okay, by the way, he was a little offended about the dildos uh, going to Walmart. You know, that truck that was filled with a bunch of dildos I was talking about last week. What? And Oh, don't play court. You're the one no. that told me about I it. Really, okay, so here's the thing. We started the episode last <laughs> week, <laughs> and he started talking about this. We didn't plan it at all. I don't know where he got it from. Uh-huh. I, I, I no still idea. have no idea what the... F- oh, he last started talking week. About I wasn't here last week. I know. It doesn't matter. Oh, okay. We were just recording. This was he started a real ta- thing. This he, started, he started talking about something about dildos in Walmart, and I don't know what happened, and he looked at me like we had planned it. Uh, No, this was a real thing that we had before we started recording. Me and you were talking about it. Semi-truck, Walmart, on the side of it, you know, the Walmart brand. The there Walmart were dildos company. in it? Yeah. Just, okay, so it tipped over. How'd you know about this? <laughs> tracking your shipment or something? Anyways, it tipped over on I-35. <laughs> tracking your shipment? Tipped over on I-35, and it was just ha- hailing dildos. And, you know, let's just say some people took home some free souvenirs in their windshield, you know? Are you one of those people? You speaking from experience? Probably is. Welcome back. I'm Ryan. I'm Liam. Cool, thanks. <laughs> I was just trying to change the subject. All right, so today we are wrapping up our series on the Heaven's Gate thing. This will be fun because me and Luke have watched it all the way through. Liam has not. I don't think Liam has seen a single yeah. bit of it. I honestly don't even remember what we talked about last time. But Heaven's Gate. I well, yeah. <laughs> Cult well, shit. see, that was episode two, so you skipped an episode. This is episode four. You skipped episode one. Finale? You skipped episode. Yeah, three. you skipped episode one and three. We're only here for two and four. We all got a fresh can of NOS. NOS, please sponsor us. No, actually, you know what's better than NOS? I want to get... Sp- bang. Bang. <laughs> no, because I want to get sponsored by NOS. Bang. No. What about bang? I want to get sponsored by NOS. Bang. Wait, not bang, but... Bang. Bang. I'm going to have to cut all this out. You know that, right? Because Liam <laughs> put his mouth on the microphone. I, I literally said... Bang. No, you went... Bang. It's different. Well, now you just... Edit, yeah, continue. We left off last episode with um, they had seen this comet. Uh, the cult people, Liam. The cult people. There's this comet coming in ninety. You know the cult people. You remember the cult people? Yeah, the cult. I people. hang on with them all the time. The cult people we've been talking about. Yeah. Cult people. You know, Hale Bop comet. Now, Liam, what you've missed is these uh, season three or season three episode three. Um, eh, just kind of people thinking they're crazy still, but uh. There's this comment that's coming in 96, Luke, was it? Um, 97. 96, 97, somewhere around there. It was 97. 97. It was 97, my bad. Because that was when they were making their exit. I know when they made their exit, 97. They uh, made it when the comet passed. Okay. Um, they had seen it coming for quite some time, and there was said to be a rumor that there was this companion with this comet, the Hale-Bopp comet. Yeah, there was an object following it. And that object was believed to be four times the size of Earth. Yep. And these Heaven's Gate cult people said it was their exit, their UFO that was coming to pick them up. 
It was following the comet, and it's what they were going to go into when they made their exit. That's just called fucking death. Like Armageddon? Yeah. Like, like a meteorite coming to hit you? Like the movie Bruce Willis? Well, been, they, been literally, they believe that there was a literal object flying next to the comet following it. Oh. Yeah, because like the comet was just going to pass by Earth. And uh, um, okay, what gotcha. they had said was they actually believed that the government was hiding the existence of a flying saucer that was trailing the comet. Okay. And then what the cult people believed, they believed it was their one of their co-founders of the group. It was her coming to pick them up. Yeah. Because she had died of cancer. Right. And however, they had to come up with all these things. I think you were there for that. Mm-hmm. That was the second episode. Yeah, right? yeah he yeah. was there yeah. for that. Yeah, and they came up with all those reasons that why she died or why she's still the next level. But yeah, they were saying like, oh yeah, that's her. She's coming to pick us up. You know, she's late, but you know, we're on our way. <laughs> right. <laughs> she's coming. Yeah, traffic. Come to find out though, there was no such thing. Um, it was just seen as a rumor. There was no evidence of something traveling uh, with the comet. And the Colt even bought a telescope. To look for it. And... They saw nothing, and they returned the telescope saying, yo, this stinks. Yeah, they returned the telescope after they saw nothing and said it didn't work. And it was, a, it was one of those like extremely expensive telescopes, too. And it didn't cross their minds. You like, know, oh, wait a minute. Maybe it's just bullshit. I mean, you these know, people like, have been a cult for 20 years. What right. do you think crosses their you know, mind? Like the telescopes that cost like $2,000? Yeah. That kind of shit. It was one of those. Hmm. Dude, can we talk about how strapped they could have been? Like how we, I don't think it's really touched on about how strapped they were with money. Yeah, they rented a mansion. Well, yeah, they rented several. I would have just bought a lot of. Well, guns. yeah, because there was that one member that inherited what, like five hundred thousand dollars or something like that. I mean, yeah, but it, with, I gotta assume who's working because they're still feeding like 40, 50 people. They gotta buy groceries, and you know, all you gotta do is buy the cheap ass groceries, yeah, or you could grow your own shit. Or grow your own shit. I don't know if they did that, but if they did, smart on them. But then pay your bills, and. All they that for 20 plus years or 10 plus years because they probably didn't get that money till like the 80s, the mid 80s to early 80s. I don't know, but they had like an accountant. Like, oh, they could have been doing stonks, dude. Um, uh, what was her name? Erica. Oh, she was their accountant. Chicote? Huh? Chicote? That was her name. Was that? Oh, yeah, Chicote. Yeah. As in check partner. Yeah. We, we talked about the names too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 She was their accountant. Uh, Luke, where do you want to lead off with that next? Um, well, cause so you were saying the object with the comet, it was a fraud that there, like there was no object following the comet, but, um, to the group, it was irrelevant because they had recognized that the comet itself was a spaceship that they had been waiting for since the seventies. So instead of saying the object was, they recognized they were like, Oh no, actually it's the comet itself. That is what's supposed to take us away. It is a rare thing, too, because would you say the next time this comet, this exact comet is supposed to pass is like uh, 5,247 or something? 40-something. 4,000-something. Yeah, so. We're going to be long gone. I'll, I'll still be alive. I'll still be kicking. I guess we'll find out. I'm I have a, co- a cryo-fridge, actually, in my room. I'm a, co- I'm a cockroach. Just sleep yeah. in it. All right. Well, y'all do that, and I'll have fun <laughs> dying. <laughs> we'll, we'll throw a party. When... When you die. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. So, actually, one thing that they had talked about, which was honestly kind of a... Um, it was kind of a crazy thing to see, in my opinion, just because um, I we had gotten so used to seeing how these people were in this group and how they kind of... Um, shut themselves like shut themselves off from humanness. You know, in December they had a Christmas party, um, and they have like home videos and stuff of their Christmas party, and you see them just having fun, laughing, smiling, baking cakes for each other, like little small cakes, just reading books, and then like there was an old member that showed up, and they were just welcoming him with open arms and everything, and they had like a talent show. And, like, they all seemed, like, extremely happy, and they all just, like, it looked like they were all having very fun human interactions with with each other. And um, they didn't look like they were a group of people that, in three months' time, they were going to be killing themselves. 
Because that was not a spur of the moment thing where they were just like, oh, we'll kill them. Like they had been thinking about it. They had had a meeting about it. So it was just watching these clips. It did not. You couldn't tell. You know what's fucked up? What if these fuckers actually are somewhere? Like yeah, that UFO actually did. Like what if they were right? Yeah, we don't yeah. know. That's a that's a common uh, what subject brought up. What if they were right? There's a T-shirt made. They talked about that later on the episode. That it has their like whole like design, Heaven's Gate. Yeah. What if they're right? And well, that's a question for every religion, cult. And right. Like, what if they're right? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's. I kind of have a humor thing of like finding out like when we die, there's going to be like that one religion that nobody ever thought of was the thing that we should have followed and we go up and they still accept us, but it's like, oh, dude, really? <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, my bad, bro. If I would have known, I would have, I mean, I would have fought. You're my, you're my dog. You're right. my God. Whatever, bro. Remember me, dude? I'm sorry, dude. I didn't know it was Hinduism, Buddhism, Christianity, Judaism, whatever. Just one of them. Or they all could be real. Whatever you believe in. They could be like, Several different paradises. There's different gods up, up upstairs just fucking making fun of us. Yeah. Thanks, <laughs> fucking idiots. Look at you Christians. Jesus, look at you Christians. <laughs> hey, Allah, keep it down over there. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... I'm trying to... Okay. Um, so what they ended up doing is they actually... They, uh, they left behind sort of a log of kind of the week's leading up to their exit. And so what they had done is they had actually, um, it was kind of, it was kind of like they were on vacation because they, um, they headed up to Gold Beach, Oregon, which is where Bonnie and Herf had their original revelation of like them being the two witnesses. Where they took the drugs. And stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, they took trips to SeaWorld, San Diego's Wildlife Park. Uh, they went down to Mexico um, and they went to the Stratosphere Hotel in Las Vegas, where they gambled and won twenty dollars. See, here's my question on that: is I thought they weren't allowed to be with their human bodies. So going to you know Sea World and all that stuff, that's very much a human thing, as in like almost like a greed thing, like gambling, for example, going to Vegas and gambling. Mm -hmm. You know that that would be classified as a human, you know, thing to do, right? So. I don't know. I guess I think as I don't know. I think all they wanted to do maybe was, at this I guess, point they were like fuck it or they just wanted to I guess go out and have fun before because like I said it wasn't but fun is a human thing happiness here's is a human emotion so they kind of went against their own word well, happiness is just emotion oh here's right. my thing here's right. my thing I mean thing dogs can feel happiness nah fuck dogs they don't know nothing yo watch what you say about dogs I love dogs okay but they're dumb <laughs> here's my take on it um well the dude that was in charge. Since he lost his co-leader, his co-pilot, his older member. Yeah. Um, s since she died, there's already kind of like this uh, downhill thing of him where it's kind of like he's probably taking the group in a direction that no one else saw for some people, for the ones that were still there. They're like, oh, yeah, this is totally what we had in mind. I feel like for him, this was him like, OK, yeah, we're about to die in three months. So, uh, you know, let's okay, let's enjoy beach. these vehicles, as he referred to them. Mm. Right. Let's enjoy these vehicles while we still have them, I guess. I still don't know how to drive mine. <laughs> it's okay. Figure it out. But, yeah. Because it had been something they had thought about for a while. So, I guess they knew they wanted to do something before all of it. And then March 19th, 1997, they, uh, they recorded a video saying that their work is about to come to a close in the next few days. The exit interviews, <laughs> yes. Well, this was... I think I watched that. This was a video before the official interviews that they had with each member. This was just Doe sitting in front of the camera talking. Oh, where all of them are like in a group and they all look so extremely happy. and. I think <laughs> it was just him because he didn't... I don't think he showed all the other members. I think it was just him sitting in front of the camera. Oh, okay. Because it was... Um, so this has just been a badass Because what they were doing is he was getting on saying that their work was coming to a close and what they were doing essentially was they were trying to get everyone's attention hoping that everyone else would follow them and save save their souls hmm. um but then after that on March 20th uh they created several VHS tapes that they actually they sent to former members um kind of wanting them to like share their information and everything with the rest of the world while when they were gone 
and they were interviews with each member. They did it in pairs, I think it was, yeah. Um, so each video had two members on it, and they were their exit interviews and just interviewing them about everything and before they left. Hmm. I, I actually, I think I've seen those interviews on YouTube before. They are insane to look at because these people are really into it. They are yeah. so excited. And, I mean, it's brainwashing, but at the same time, yeah. if it's right, then they have every reason to be excited, I guess, because they devoted their whole life to it. And, in a sense, they all refer to it in this episode of the docuseries. They all refer to it as graduation. So, I guess... It is exciting for them. For me, I'm just like, you're crazy. Um, dude, so Rody, that one dude, that go-getter. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, really energetic. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what you missed last episode. There was a castration. Oh. Oh, yeah. You totally, you missed that. Why? Uh, to avoid no- nocturnal emissions. To avoid sexual desires and noc- nocturnal emissions is what they called wet dreams. If you have a nocturnal emission, you need to put it in the log. They ha- Okay, so they started this thing where they had specific rags that were designated for cleaning yourself up after you had a nocturnal emission. So They, they never washed those, did they? I don't know. But, you know, this one member, he didn't want to use the rag because he didn't want to admit that he had a nocturnal emission. But then you know what they did? They switched it to a log book. Where if you had a nocturnal emission, you had to write down in the logbook and admit to it explicitly that you were sleeping, had a dream, and jizzed in your pants. Why? They weren't allowed to have sexual <laughs> desires of any kind. So you can be honest to the next level. There are no secrets in the next level. There are no teachers in the next level. The next level reveals the truth itself, and the truth is in with you. I bet Doe was busting nuts all over the place. <laughs> oh, yeah, let me get to that guy in a second. I don't want to say anything rude about him, but there's a part in the docuseries that makes me a little upset. Um, okay, so we're at the exit interviews. We see the excitement. Um, yeah, there was plans for people to, former members, to take possessions of the ones that were going to be yeah. beamed up, essentially, uh, because they were worried about, like, the government taking down their website once they died. By the way, Luke found out. Oh, it's yeah. Still fun up. fact. The website's still up. Hmm. Yeah. After I finished the episode, I, w- I was just curious. I was like, I'm going to go to it and see if it's still up. It's still up. It looks like a project someone did in the eighth grade on those big poster boards. <laughs> those trifolds. It's, it's v- very bright and very loud. Yeah. It's colorful as fuck. Wow. Yeah. It just looks like something like, so the Arctic Tundra has the Arctic Fox right here and then the Arctic Owl. And uh, you see the, the, Arctic. Uh, the, the what they eat is the red That's alert. We're all dead. Okay, think about it. They made this website in 1997. It does say red alert. What what the or 1996. Huh? Why does it say red alert? They're red dead. Alert. Hellbot brings closer to Heaven's Gate. Because they, they made this announcement here. Hellbot brings closer to Heaven's Gate. Hail Bop? What the fuck? That's the name of the, the comment, comment, bro. Oh, they okay. made this before, like, just letting people know, like, the comment's coming. Who named that fucking comment? Scientist. It was named fuck after... scientist, dude. That's the most lame-ass It was name. named after Hail Bop. Who the hell is Hail Bop? I don't know. A dude. <laughs> what would you name a comment? Fucking Ripper or Destroyer or something fucking badass. Not Ghost. fucking Hail Bop. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just clipped, I think I just clipped the mic. It was so loud. <laughs> oh, no, but like actually though, who the okay. fuck's like, you know what? That shit that could blow us the fuck up. Hail Bop. I don't know. But look, they have the uh they have the Packers like G. Yeah, what the, these guys not put any work into that. Well, it was also nineteen ninety six. Well I mean, they could have had that G for longer than ninety six. I'm just like, saying, like, this website was made in 1996. That's why it looks like shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are the links bringing to? What does that say? Um, Doe's intro. Uh, statement by an E.T. presently incarnate. Um, what? It's, it's stuff from their book. They have a book? Yeah. Uh, to order a hard copy. How, how yeah. much are they charging for a book? <laughs> Let's look. Okay. Do they pl- publish anymore? Um, they oh, wait, have, they're dead. They have two <laughs> videotapes that you can get. Ooh. Uh, one's 70 minutes, one's 50, 58 minutes, and you can get the German translations, <gasps> too. You know, they got bad reviews. Someone's been complaining that they don't restock. 
Yeah, we need more. Everything's yeah, Ryan, remember it was the book How and When Heaven's Gate May Be Entered. Oh, sweet. You want to read it? Well, let's see. I stock. Um, Bro, it's going to give you some sort of virus. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, okay. he, pop, he pops up on um, your screen in the next level going, <laughs> what I tell you, my children? I was correct. We made it Okay, here. let's just go to Doze intro. I don't want to see that. Oh. Over. Oh, my God. No, I'm not reading. I don't read that. I can read. Okay. Um, my I eyes don't, are all Hold fucked. on. Let me see if there's a link to actually... I don't think you can actually buy it. Yeah, I think... Is this a legal website? Are we on the dark web now or what? No. It's, ah, it's the Heaven's Gate web. No, you see how it's got that little lock right there? We're good. Oh, okay. Yeah. Actually, you know what? Just FBI to be safe... I definitely can't track that. Just, just to be safe... Get out Yo, of the it. government's tracking Get out of it right <laughs> now, dude. <laughs> where's my where's my VPN? <laughs> but uh, the CIA and everyone about to pop up in this bitch. Actually. I want to make sure this is still going. Okay. Actually, I don't want to switch my VPN. I don't want to disconnect the Wi-Fi and Great. it stopped recording. All right, guys. If anything happens to us, all right, it's because fucking Luke is an idiot. And we just got picked up by the government because we, gotta, we went on this website. All we got to do is... <laughs> so If anything, we'll get picked up by, like, um, insane asylums or something. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's just a website. <laughs> like FBI Cause knocking the door We were just recording podcasts Ah, right, bro That's all it was Back to business though What were we talking about? <laughs> so we're talking about The exit interviews and uh, Oh yeah yeah All that we, I think we finished up The exit interviews We're talking about uh, When they died They're giving possessions To people And We uh, did not start talking about that We haven't even gotten To their death yet Yeah I was just saying Wow That's guy that's he, was, he was starting to talk about it No he's stupid No you're wrong He was starting okay, to talk okay, about okay, it Okay here we go March okay. 22nd 1997 they su- made their exit. They died. Yeah. Supposedly, that's when they made their exit, or that's when it's uh, thought to be. Or That's when they started. Yeah. Apparently, it took them from 22 to 23. March 22nd through March 23rd to get it all done. Because didn't they have the cleanup crew that, that was going to be the next group coming? No. Nope. No, so apparently there was Just like wait, a... We'll get to it. Okay. Okay. And they were discovered March 26, 1997. Three days later. Um, oh, but that was stinky. Yeah, they were discovered... Three days later, or was that four days? That's the thing I like. The documentary said three well, days, but it said March it said 26th. three days later, and when I looked it up, it said they made their exit. Um, like, I actually looked it up in the article. It said they 22nd, made their 23rd. exit the 22nd and the 23rd. Because hmm. here's what they did. They had a system. So they split it up into three groups, I think. Um, and so the first group, they would um, take the pills, drink the alcohol, and then... The people who were left would, you know, lay them on the beds, drape a cloth over them and everything. And then the second group would go. And then the third group would lay them on the bed and everything. And um, it ended up being there were two members left at the very end. And so what they ended up doing was, I think, so they took the pills and drank the alcohol. And then I think they found the two remaining members with plastic bags around their head. What? Yeah. I thought they were popping pills ago. They what? were, but those two remaining members didn't have anybody after them to make sure that they um, died. Actually, died. Exited. Died. Fucking pills. That'll get you. Not always. Huh. You wanted the fucked up thing. There was a member who uh, was in the group recently. He left about a week before the exit, the suicides. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Trigger warning. Sorry. Um, I'm putting a disclaimer at the beginning of the episode. Okay. But he left a week before the exit, and the plan was that the leader, Doe, he uh, said, I want you to come back whenever we exit and film well, the the aftermath. Hmm. What happened was, so the member left because he, he said he got a feeling that he was being led to do something outside of the group. And he didn't know what, but he felt that he was being led to do this. And Doe had said maybe it was a part of a bigger plan that they didn't know about. So he said, okay. And then the member received a packet in the mail giving him instructions to go to the house and film what he finds because he would find them there. Yeah, dude. Hmm. It's a whole video of like what they look like, and it's kind of eerie. It's very eerie because they're all just laying on, like, cots. Covered. They're completely covered, hands at their sides, and just 
Like, and it's not like their body was fully covered. Mm. They had like a, it was like a burgundy looking like drape, like covering kind of their torso up to their head. With their shoes hanging out. Yeah, they had, they all had the same pair of Nikes on. Were they nice Nikes? No. Uh, yeah, they were. For the nineties, yeah, they were. I didn't like them. I, I, I mean, I don't like them now. But then but again, I didn't like shoes from the nineties. Yeah. Oh. You know, there's probably people who are watching it going, "Dang, that Colt had some drip." <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, it's just this video of him walking through the house with all of them. Okay, now can we get to the thing that pisses me off? Sure. Okay, so now the media is all over this shit because, hello, the cult next door committed suicide in a mansion. And uh, Rancho, uh, not Rancho Cucamonga, Rancho uh, something in California. It was like 20 miles away from San Diego. I don't remember. And... They said that the way it seemed was that the leader died in the second group. Not a problem. Doesn't bother me. Yeah, he uh, wasn't the last one to go. Yeah, yeah. He was which, in the second group. Yeah, which doesn't bother me. I mean, if anything, I'd either think he'd be first or last. But he should have been first. Yeah, he should have been first. But um, the fact that everybody like slept in cots, like bunk beds, like all the other people. they were Yeah, like, cots or bunk beds or something like that. Just near each other, right? Just near each other. This homeboy was in a fucking room by himself to a king-sized bed. Yeah, he was on upstairs in the king-sized bed in a bedroom all by himself. King-sized? This motherfucker thinks he's a king. Or that's where he they was a him. king. Hmm. He thought yeah. he was a king. One thing that um, they'd said when they'd found them was... Um, this was crazy to think about is that the uh, the medical examiner so they had said that there was no signs of like trauma with any of the bodies and so the medical examiner said that the only way he could describe it was peacefully was that they just went peacefully so no one like OD'd and choked on their own vomit or some shit no I don't I don't remember hearing that the peaceful part but uh he said there were there were no signs of trauma and he he literally there's a clip of him saying to like a reporter it's like just peacefully. That's the only thing I can think to describe it with. Okay, so you know how we're saying, yeah. what if they're right? And that's the common question, what if they are right? Yeah. What if what they took was considered drugs to us, but what they actually took was the pill to the next level or whatever. They found the method to get to the next Wake level. Wake up pills. Because, it, honestly, if it was that peacefully, that's insane. 40 people. Was it 39 or 40? It was 39. 39. 39 people peacefully dead from suicide. The same, the same method, too. All of them. 21 women and 18 men. Hmm. That's... And what they wore, they all had the same outfit on. It was black slacks with like a black, um, like a shirt. I don't know what else to call it. It had like a... It's kind of a blouse kind of thing. It was like a, it was like a warm-up suit, like a, like a jogger. Like a tracksuit. Like tracksuit. Track there we go. Yeah, it was like a tracksuit top, but they had like black slacks. It, and then like, it also had a patch on it that was like... Heaven's Gate away team. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Fuck. then they had black Nikes and then they all had wedding bands on their left hands. And, um, cause they were married to homeboy, they were right? married to doe apparently. And each of them had $5 and 75 cents in their pocket. I know you're asking yourself why $5 and 75 cents. Well, the, uh, there's a Mark Twain story. And in that story, Mark Twain says that $5 and 75 cents is the price it takes to ride the tail of a comet to heaven. What the fuck? Was that yep. before or after? Before. It was before. This is oh. literature, bro. Twain's Mark been Twain, dead yeah. dude. Early oh, 1900s. Yeah, okay. So they had $5.75. Yo, wait pocket. a fucking minute. Literature. <laughs> wait a fucking minute. What? So that homeboy knew about it way the fuck back in the day, and then these motherfuckers is talking about it again, and he's crazy. I mean, Mark Twain had references to religion. I feel like Mark Twain was meaning something else. No, kind yeah, of I, don't, thing. I don't know. Maybe he wasn't, though. I don't know. Actually, yeah, we don't know. I mean, Bro. do you see this? I mean, that's like top tier. That is some serious. Like they could good. be right. Look how bright that font is. Dude. It's I sick. know. I told you that's an eighth grade poster board that's project really right there. <laughs> this looks like one of my projects from sixth grade. <laughs> I'm gonna be real with you. Are those supposed to be stars or polka dots in the back? I can't really tell. I think it's supposed to be stars. Okay. But this looks like something I did for the science fair back in sixth grade. Dude, no, I'm starting to think these fuckers are real. It looks like They're something right. that bitch Brittany. Well, they were real. They were people. Right, but I mean. Or they were right. They were that real looks like, right. That looks like something that bitch Brittany in your fucking social class did last minute. It looks all good because she did it last minute and the teacher Brittany's going to hear this and she's going to be mad. I don't even know a Brittany. I'm yeah, just saying. Yeah, well, I'm sure there is a Brittany there. If there's a Brittany there. listening to this, I'm sorry, but this poster board's fucking horrendous. I knew a Brittany in high school. I actually did too. 
dude, I don't think I've ever really met a Britney. You know really? What I've met a Brigney. Hard no. That's not how you say that name. That's not how you say Britney. <laughs> huh. Brigney. <laughs> it's like when I see people that have like the, I saw this one guy, his name was Brandon, but it was spelled with a Y. I was like, no, try again. Brandon's uh, not spelled with a Y. Go back, do it again. Put My name's Michael there. with a B. <laughs> The M or, is silent. Um, oh, those motherfuckers that uh, there was this motherfucker that worked uh, with Tread me. lightly, tread lightly wherever you're going with this. Hold back, up. back when I worked at Kroger, and his name was Jonathan. But, tread lightly. Uh, but we called him careful. We called him Geo, and we called him Geo because Jonathan was spelt G I O, and that's, <laughs> yeah. that's Jonathan. I was like, oh, homeboy, that's not how you spell Jonathan. It's Jonathan. And like you, you know what's even better? Is I, I made fun of his name all the time because he was also a shitty person. Hmm. <laughs> it's like when people spell Jeff with a G. It's like, I want to call you Geoff or Geoff. Oh, it's like G-E-O-F-F or something like that? Yeah, I want to call you Geoff. Jeff, yeah. I don't like people named Ryan. People named Liam tend to be the shittiest people in the world. So I've I noticed understand. that, actually, yeah. I can't argue it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what were we on? $5.75. Fuck. Yes. They have money because of Mark Twain. Um, what did you want to get into after that? Because my next notes after that are Dick Jocelyn. Okay, huh? so... This is, this is you know, weird. this is still kind of uh, referring to the aftermath of everything. Terry Nettles, you know, T's daughter... Uh, for Liam, that's the second lady, the second the one that died of the cancer. one who died, yeah, the one yeah. that di- the one that died of cancer. Unfortunately, uh, she believes that if she never died, her mom never died. The group would have never gotten to this point in their journey. There's like this belief that maybe they would have passed like a more humanistic way old rather than age. commit suicide. Yeah, like old age, you know. And she just thinks that Doe was kind of. Mentally unstable yeah. and too far into his oh, messiah Dole complex. Was the mentally unstable one. Okay, not all of them. There's just though. Well, well, he was, he was the leader. He was brainwashing them, bro. Guy, but you gotta be you gotta be pretty mentally unstable to go like, you know what? Okay. And, uh, here's the thing. Actually, this is perfect to say this after, since you say that. So this guy that he is a a cult exit uh, counselor. So people that leave cults, he helps them like kind of readjust to life and just kind of. Unfuck their brains. Well, kind of learn how to be their own person again. Mm-hmm. Um, he talks about how he's frustrated with the media, and because they want sensationalized elements without getting into how it can happen to intelligent people from good homes. So they always say, "What's wrong with these people? Like, what, what, what's wrong with them to make these do?" Instead of realizing that they were programmed and influenced in a systematic way, they so were yeah. just brainwashed. So, so yeah, you don't here's just it can ha- this kind of shit can happen to people that have grew up in good homes, intelligent, went to school well, their entire that, lives. But there has to be a point. They're educated. In that person, it's not like they were at gunpoint. Like, come fucking join our cult. It right. was yeah. like, you know what? I'm gonna go join the our cult. the best way I can put it because here's the way I took it is they're kind of at the crossroads of where I'm at right now. I'm not saying I'm gonna go join a cult. However, you're kind of stuck in this feeling of like. I need to do something. I don't know what to do. You know, everything that I think of doing is kind of boring. And it it was the time of the 70s of enlightenment, wanting to be a hippie and just kind of be an oddball. And then as time went on, it kind of became all they knew. And then for the new people who joined, it was that more feeling of them of, I don't know what I want to do. I just don't want to be like everybody else. Should we? I just thought about this. Should we go join a cult for a week? No. (laughs) And then we come back. You guys can. You guys want to make a three- Three ter- three team cult, three people cult. Well, let's go join a cult for a week, and then we can come back and talk about it on the podcast. I think it takes longer than a week to even get yeah. in. I know, but I mean, like, get in and officially be in the cult for a week. Wait, we could go uh, pose as teenagers and join the cheerleading team. I think that's dude, a cult. Dude, you would definitely pass as a teenager. <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> I've been balding since I was 12. I haven't passed as a teenager since I was... A teenager. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing, another thing about the media was um, some people believed that this was kind of making them immortal in the sense of their reputation, because if they continued, if they continued on with their lives, it would kind of be this death by obscurity. Like they kind of just became this name that they just kind of die off. Yeah, that just kind of dies out, and no one gives a shit about it anymore. But since they, they live uh, long enough to watch themselves become the villain. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> they would rather die a hero yeah. than watch themselves yeah. become the villain. And so the way Sawyer put it was Doe always wanted to go out with the splash. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Please enjoy the part of the podcast that actually puts money in our pockets. Have fun. Welcome back to the show. Thanks for enjoying the part that makes us money. Yep. Okay. Now, back to the action. Where okay. were we? We're with the media talking about, you know, how they perceived it. Um, dude, they were tearing their asses up. They saw them as idiots. I mean, I don't want to say reasonably Obviously. so. However, you know, you hear this nowadays, you'd be like, the fuck? Right. Because <laughs> they're idiots. Yeah. Um, there was an SNL skit <laughs> with Will Ferrell. <laughs> of course. Uh, playing the leader. And they're like, is there anything you regret? Yeah, we made it. Yeah, um, the whole castration thing. Yeah, I was way over my head on that it was one. Way off. Yeah. And they go, Apple White, you crazy nut job. Uh, Conan O'Brien, fuck that guy. He made a joke Wait, about why, it. Wait, why fuck that guy? We're just going to openly just, say fuck don't, that guy on the podcast? Yeah, I just don't think he's funny. I just no, think he's he never been funny, but the I guy's I just think probably- he tries too hard. And I've heard he's a major cunt. Yeah, fuck backstage. you, O'Brien. At me, guy. Yeah, for real. And then the Larry... <laughs> The Larry King show, he had uh, two former members on that have been on the docuseries, uh, Frank Lyford and the guy Sawyer. I don't know Sawyer's real name, but it just goes by Sawyer. Tom. Exit the Wario today's Tom Sawyer. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that guy? I think Conan's funny. <laughs> I don't like him. You're entitled to your opinion. And I'm not gonna Fuck your opinion. He you. sucks. His favorite car is a tourist show. So Frank and Sawyer were on uh, Larry King talking about they couldn't believe that the cult had a piece of Larry King actually killed themselves. And when Larry King asked him, like, would you do this? Frank was like, yeah, no. And Sawyer was like, uh, so you said at the time he had to believes he would have. Yeah. And yep. so I think he's kind of like saying I would, but also he's half in half out. That's why he's still alive. The and whole doing thing the was Sawyer. I don't know. I don't, I don't think know, Liam was here Sawyer. when we talked about in this episode is that. He left the group, but he's still, it wasn't because like he was like, oh, this is, why am I in a cult? Why am I doing this kind of thing? It, he he left the group and he still believes all that stuff that then why he, you leave? they had taught him. Uh, there was some stuff going on and he started to feel like a hypocrite because he was breaking some rules. Ah, And so, so he just he felt it would be better no, for him to No, he's masturbating. Oh, son of a bitch. He was mass. He was having nocturnal emissions and then masturbating. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell a girl that I had nocturnal like, hey, emissions. Yo, emission girl, man, you run through my mind all day with these nocturnal <laughs> yeah. emissions. Yo, God, oh, you know, you know, you give me those nocturnal emissions, baby. <laughs> so, Dick Jocelyn. <laughs> I was about to get into it, but you're laughing. It's a <laughs> name, Liam. It's a damn. <laughs> All right, fine. No, here's the way you said Richard it. Richard Jocelyn. This is, what you, this is what you did. You said, Dick Jocelyn. Okay. <laughs> well, you know what? Here's the thing. I just stood up and moved around. I'm kind of a doughy human, so <laughs> I get it's out of- It's not even that. It's just no, the pause. I get out of- <laughs> I get out of breath really easily. Dick Jocelyn. So I, had to, I had to get a big breath before There's a cricket talking. on the pillow. Uh, what? It's not a cricket. It's fluff. No, oh, it looks like, like a cricket. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. I have to. I have to like catch my breath because I'm so fat. <laughs> the weeper. All I did was stand up and walk around a little bit. <laughs> God, I'm so out of shape. <sighs> How do I work at a warehouse? God. <laughs> <laughs> That was fucking awesome. Okay. All right, Dick Jocelyn, let's go. I won't laugh this time. <laughs> well, I have to get my breath. Give me a second. <laughs> Need you inhale. I'll do the fucking... I play sports. <laughs> okay. Dick, right, Dick Jocelyn. So, Richard Jocelyn. <laughs> All right. So Dick Jocelyn was a... Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, this is an Uncrustables wrapper on the floor. Um, it caught my attention. It's a what wrapper? Uncrustables. <laughs> Why is it so funny? Oh, I swear to God, we're not high. This is the <laughs> second part of this episode is the fucking worst. <laughs> the 
his fucking nos kicked in, bro. <laughs> it kicked in for me too. I'm just generating so shit. Much I'm so I have so much oh energy that I just want to falcon punch y'all for oh. taking so long. This energy is only gonna last for about an hour. Yeah, I'm gonna be sitting at Donkey like. <sighs> All right. Anyway, so Dick Jocelyn, he was a um, he was a member of the cult, but he ended up leaving. Uh, uh, when did you say? I think it was in. This guy doesn't even know. 80s, 70s, no 80s. I think at this point he had been out of the group for seven years. Was it 90s then? 90 like late 80, late 80s, something like that. I don't know, but he had left the group. Um, but he he still believed everything. And didn't he? Uh, wasn't he out because him and Doe had that little thing? He was the one that Doe, I guess, essentially like kicked him out. I guess because he said his vehicle was becoming attracted to his 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 vehicle. Whoa! Yeah, cause um, so Dick Jocelyn was gay. Openly. Um, <laughs> why is that funny? <laughs> he was a homosexual. The, there's nothing okay, wrong no, with it. No. Wait, it's, right? It's, there's nothing wrong with it, right? My brother's gay. Anyways, he really is. So yeah, he is. He's gay. Yeah, Dick, Dick Jocelyn. But gay. his name is Dick Jocelyn. <laughs> <laughs> Richard. Days, His name is Richard, asshole. Actually, you know what's funny is whenever they name him <laughs> on so screen, they never say Richard. In like it's where it says Dick. his name, it just says Dick Jocelyn on screen. Dick Cody. Um, Dick Cody. Dick Cody. Okay. All right. But um, so he was a homosexual. <laughs> he liked dudes. Dude ass. <laughs> you have to edit out some shit, dude. <laughs> no, he don't. This perfect. is funny. Okay. Okay. Um. And apparently Doe had said that his vehicle was becoming attracted to Dick's vehicle. And so essentially he admitted to having a nocturnal emission. And Wait, Doe did? Doe did. Was Doe gay? Doe was gay. Doe believed his vehicle was becoming gay oh, and man. was becoming attracted to Dick Jocelyn. So he had a nocturnal emission about Mr. Dick. And um, <laughs> so that's why he was out of the group. That's why Dick Jocelyn left and everything. But after the exit of the group, um, people started to think that Dick Jocelyn was going to kill himself. Because oh. um, he was kind of talking about it and talking about how um, in interviews he would use the word we. And this one interview asked him, he said, now why are you, why are you using we? Like you're not a part of this anymore. Like and, it already happened, bro. And he said that you know, it'll always he'll always like he'll always be a part of it. It'll never leave him. And um, they believed he was going to kill himself. And so uh, two months later, he actually had a cult exit counseling session with Steve Hassan. I think is how it's pronounced, or Hassan, something like that. I say Hassan. Yeah. Um, in How's it spelled? H a s s a n. Hassan. Hassan. Um, who was the same guy that said he was frustrated with the media? Mm-hmm. And all that kind of stuff. Um, just because... Just to help him realize that he is... Um, he was brainwashed. And everything. And to just help him learn how to be his own human again. Hmm. And then... He never killed himself? In, no. He didn't kill himself. In the year 2000, Dick Jocelyn died of complications from AIDS. Oh. Sad. Very unfortunate. Rest in peace. Yeah. Um, before he died in 98, there was a Heaven's Gate reunion in Montana for, uh, wait, what? It was a reunion for those like old members. Yeah. Former members. Who left. People who didn't take part in the exit and Dick Jocelyn was there. So were they just not saved at that point then in their eyes? They were like, ah, fuck. I don't know. Before we get to that though, I wanted to touch on the Wayne Cook thing. Well, I was going to get to that because, uh, it's kind of like after, isn't it not? It hap- It happened around the same time that everyone was concerned Dick Jocelyn was going to kill himself. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so after the um, after the exit and everything, there were you know members who were ex members and everything. And if y'all remember us talking about Kelly Cook, whose parents left, joined the cult. Well, very um, educated people too. Yes, very very educated people. Dad was an inventor. Not that educated. Very then. cool. Don't talk shit on Wayne Cook, bro. I'll fight you. Um, but uh, Wayne Cook, Kelly's father, did not rejoin the group. However, um, his wife, but, Suzanne. Uh, his wife did. 
And so she unfortunately took part in the exit, which sucks. Um, but Wayne Cook ended up, he was on uh, 60 Minutes with Kelly. His daughter. His daughter. And um, they were basically talking about why his wife and 38 other members would have done that. And uh, Wayne actually admits to wishing he'd stayed with the group all the way up until the end. Um, and then he, uh, Wayne goes to live with um, a friend of his who was another former member named Chuck or Charles. Now, before we get to that part, something I want to talk about with the 60-minute interview yeah. was how they questioned the daughter, Kelly Cook. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Uh, how I think she gave, like, the most professional answer ever. It, like, didn't choose a side. She didn't call her mom, like, oh, that's dumb. But she didn't, like, also bash the media. She was kind of just, like, my mom worked really hard for something that she believed in. And in a way, she graduated, and she wouldn't have had it any other way. So it's like, yeah, it's sad, but this is what my mom wanted, unfortunately. So I would have called my mom out on the bullshit. Instantly. Oh, I know you would have. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. But um, he and uh, his buddy Chuck went to, they lived in Las Vegas. And um, they actually, they ended up, uh, so this was in... February of 1998. So it was still before the reunion, but it was the same year. Mm-hmm. Um, Wayne and Chuck, actually, they um, they recorded uh, their own exit tapes from their apartment where they lived. And then they both tried committing suicide to join their classmates. Up in the next member, the uh, level, up in the next level, and one of them survived. Chuck, Chuck survived. Here's, uh, so here's what? the thing, man. I thought I didn't know Chuck was a part of it. It didn't really. When Chuck was on, it never had like the thing former member under. At least I never saw. I think it did. And then Chuck was never really talked about either. Yeah. Until li- this episode, and so it made me think of like this guy who devoted nothing to the group was just going to try and kill himself and think, oh, this is how you get into the next level. Right. So I didn't see that, but if he was a member, okay. I makes think I more remember sense. seeing former member. Makes sense. But, but um, so they had found, they found Wayne unfortunately dead on the floor, and but they found Chuck barely surviving. And so they got him to a hospital and everything. And Who's then, they, like, who found him? The police. 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 And everything, yeah. They were called there? I believe so, yeah. Um... Didn't really get into that. Oh, think. what it was is, uh, yeah, because they sent like exit um, tapes. They sent the exit tapes to uh, Wayne. Sent the exit tapes to his daughter, and so I think she called them and was like, "Hey." Um, but then Chuck. Uh, eventually, Chuck's body was found at a camping spot where the group had been before. This um, is like a- month or two later yeah where he had succeeded in killing himself to join his other classmates hmm. yep and also um this was before this was in on may 11th in 1997 so two months after the exit a member by the name of james perky jr um <laughs> he they found his body he had died of a self-inflicted gunshot wound hoping to join his other classmates, where he had a letter um, that he had... There was a letter that he had sent to his aunt, I think, Mm -hmm. that said, if you're reading this, I'm already dead. Um, Just this whole thing. And then next to him, he actually... He had a... uh, He had drawn a picture of all of them as, like, I guess, aliens, I guess, going up into the ship into the next level. Here's my thing. At this point, hadn't the comet already passed? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, too. Like, there's, like... Um, the way they made it seem uh, with uh, Cook and Humphrey, they were saying they need to catch up to them. They were at, So it made it seem like the comet was still within distance for mm-hmm. them to spiritually join it. They were hoping they could catch up. Yeah. However, it seems like a waste of time and kind of like a cognitive uh, dissonance thing. Like it just doesn't seem... Yeah. That doesn't lo- it doesn't make any logic in your right. belief. It doesn't. Yeah. Just kind of pokes holes in your beliefs. 
Yep. At that point, it just seems like you miss your homies and you're trying to link up, but didn't really do the math on it. Yeah. <clears throat> but then we get to where in 1998, up in Montana, they had a reunion for like the ex-members that were still around. Now, what happens at a reunion? Barbecue, good old times, and shit talking. Shit talking. All right. So we talk about the lady, uh, Bonnie Lou Nettles, T. Her daughter comes to that and meets some of the people, and she shows them the letters that she had been writing. You remember that from the last time you were on? And She read them like excerpts from the letters that she had sent her. And, bro, they were not happy. They were pissed. Because they were like, we've been told we had to give up our family. Yet this leader, this bitch over here, is writing her daughter daily or weekly, whatever at the time. Yep. And not only not only was she writing her daughter, um, she was writing her daughter and saying things in her letters like essentially make the right decision and conform to society. Go to school. Oh my god. Um and so which is which is the opposite of what they were doing in this whole group. And then Terry goes on Terry, her daughter goes on to talk about how she realized it was code. She it was He's moving around, making all this noise. Uh, yeah. Okay, so Terry realized that she didn't. She said she didn't realize it at the time, but later on, she realized that it was essentially code, and she believes that T wanted to leave the group. But at this point, T had gotten so deep into the group that she felt that she couldn't leave. It would be easier for her to just stay and die in the group. Because then if she went home, she would deal with the constant barrage of, why did you do this? Why did you abandon your kids? And all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And essentially, I guess, have to readapt to life as well. Dumb yeah. bitch. Which kind of sucks. In a way, she fucked up, but at the same time, she was just kind of like, oh, I'm already here. She fucked those dudes over. All those old members, and especially the ones that ended up graduating, you know? like. And then going behind their back and being like, bro, this shit's fucking crazy. Yeah. Like, well, that's why... Um, Terry talks about if T hadn't died, then the group would have gone in a much different direction than mm-hmm. it did with T being gone. Yeah, because they talked about uh, her approach to things was more experimental and kind of like uh, just open to her experience of like the world growing up. She had been experiencing with like voodoo and like other shit. Like she was open to trying new things. And Doe, he grew up from, like, a really religious background that was, like, uh, what was he, Baptist? Christian? I believe so, yeah, Baptist. Yeah. And his dad was, like, a well-known preacher or whatever the hell he a was. Reverend. Reverend, something like that. I'm not familiar with the term, so pardon me. but Evangelist. Yeah. So it's, like, their thoughts on the way the world should be or the way they saw religion were probably two different things. Because I think right. she saw it more as fluid. Fluid? Like kind of just, it is what it is. You find out it is it's what, what it, it is. is, and it can it can change. <laughs> yeah, and, and adapt. Doze was like, "There's evil." And there's, there's a set way to do it. Yeah, there's evil. There's, and there's good. And, there's good and there's bad. There's castration and nocturnal emissions. <laughs> 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 but <Yikes>. um, <clears throat> uh. My final things are on Frank and Sawyer. So That's what my final things are. I wanted to talk about this one thing with Frank. Go ahead, bro. Okay, so this was actually one part in the episode that um, it's uh, this. It kind of it made me part of it made me happy, and then the kind of ending of this whole thing it kind of it actually made me tear up a little bit. Uh, it was real sad. Heart. But uh, Frank talks about how uh, when he left the group, he really didn't know who he was or how to live his life. Um, but what made me really happy is he said he's finally gotten to the point where he wants to be free, essentially. So he's decided he wants to be his own person. So he got himself a van. So he joined the military. And he packed up. He <laughs> was like sixty four. He got yeah. a van, packed up a bunch of his stuff, and uh, he's decided that he's gonna travel the country, learn, and uh, he said he's gonna, you know, teach himself how to have fun, because he. Never allowed himself to in the past. What age did he join the call? He was. Yeah, he was young. He, he was, was really young. He joined young. back in the seventies. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He's probably like in his late probably sixties, right now, something like that. But um, it made me really happy to see this because like he's his own person now. 
person now. He's learned to think for himself. Um, but one thing, so Frank was dating our one of the members. Name. Her name was Erica Ernst, and they joined the group together as a couple. As a couple, and then you know Frank eventually left, but Erica stayed in the group, and um, sadly, uh, Erica left in the exit. You good? Okay. Um, and so Frank talks about how he actually, um, he had dreams about Erica. He said about once a month. And, but, um, nocturnal emissions? No. No. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Okay. Um, and (laughs) I think he said in 2015, he, he had one specific dream about Erica where they were, they were standing on the beach together and he said Erica just looked at him and said that she had to go. And so she turned and um, just moon- walked into the ocean. She moonwalked. And her. went underwater and was just gone. And then he says that um, he never had another dream about her again after that one. Okay. So here's my thing. And then, freaky, dude. well, what made me start crying is that while they're talking to him about it, he starts choking up and tearing up. And then he says that she was the love of his life. And the interviewer asked him if he feels like she'll ever see her again. He's, he, he's like, yeah, I think I will. What a yeah. simp, bro. Here, bro, don't talk <laughs> about my boy Frank like that. <laughs> I'm just saying. Now, Frank's, a, Frank's a homie. So here's the thing that I was thinking about. If they were right about the next level, what if this is like homegirl kind of like talking to him in his dreams like been like we will write yeah like we'll meet again someday and then she just realizes like you're gonna live life a lot better than maybe what we did or you're gonna keep living life for a long time so i have to let you go right now you can't keep haunting your thoughts and shit i'll wait so, for you yeah i'll wait for you in the next level unless you know her and doe are partying it up rippers and strippers and magoos yeah alternatively it was just his subconscious finally yeah. letting go and his emotions finally being like it's time to let go yeah, but at the same time, you know, what what could be, you know? Right. We don't know. I mean, look at this top-tier <laughs> website, very bro. convincing, my right. guy. <laughs> but, yeah. And then... Sawyer. Yeah. So, they actually, um, they got Frank's thoughts on our buddy Sawyer. Sawyer's the guy who still believes everything that he was taught in the cult. And Frank says he feels like Sawyer is stuck right now. And that he's kind of, like, stopped growing doesn't really know how to be his own person. He's just kind of stuck in the past. Because he was seen as like the top pupil in the yeah. documentary. And he also puts it as like he thinks he failed the test. He basically yeah. flunked a test. He talks, Sawyer talks about how he doesn't feel any guilt or anything. He, he feels back. like he yeah. feels like he flunked his test. And um, he says that if he had stayed and not flunked his test, I guess he said he f- feels he could have graduated. He believed that he had 100% had the capacity to graduate with them. Hmm. And then the last thing it really talks about is two lessons that we can learn from their story. And one is to not be judgmental because these kinds of things can truly happen to anybody. Um, Especially just, someone like me. Because it's all just... What are you trying to tell us, Ryan? I'm stuck. Because this lady talks about how, you know, you could sit there and be like, oh, no, I wouldn't do that. But it's like... It's just classic brainwashing. Yeah, because it targets what people it like me. I don't think I'm really the person to join a cult. I don't think I'd ever join a cult. You sound like you are, guy. No, I'm not going to join. I don't even know a cult around here. I do. I'm going to get a message here in the next 24 <laughs> hours. I told you we should join one for a week no. and just talk about it on the podcast. But it targets the people probably in our age group. We don't have to stay in it. From 18 to 25, that like younger, maybe 30s, those people who are stuck that don't know what they want to do. And then it says uh, the second... Get a fucking job. Or people who can't breathe yeah. in the army, you know? Oh, shit. Okay, the second and most important <laughs> lesson of their story um, is that we need to be careful. Everybody is searching for easy answers, answers to everything, where nobody has all the answers and there are no easy answers to anything. Which is why cults are so big, because it seems everyone's, like they have the easy answers. Everyone's looking for an answer to their question. And so you can go to a cult leader and be like, do you have an answer for this? And they can just be like, yeah, sure. Of course. Whereas there's no such thing as an easy answer. Yeah, I hate that part about life, but it's fucking true, sadly. There's, you you yep. got to grind. 
nothing, nothing's handed out to you. Even if it is handed out to you, something comes from it that fucks you in the end. So, but yeah. I mean, they were all. Don't you fucking look at me that way, goddamn it! Nothing, dude. They were all just normal people. No, they weren't. Yeah, they were. Nope, those right. are not normal people. <laughs> those are, are not normal sure? people. Positive. All right, no, that was it for the documentary. Now, are you sure? Because I have an entire list of all their names and their occupations before they joined the cult. Are you fucking serious? They might have had normal people jobs. That doesn't make them normal. Oh, fun fact. Uh, one of the guys was a sibling to a Star Trek actor. Yeah, just a sibling to one of the actors from Star Trek. Oh, that's fucking ironic. Yeah, because they watched a lot of Star Trek, too. <laughs> Bro, I'm going to go to the stars. Yeah, but yeah, I have a full list of their names and all their occupations before they joined the cult. Like I just said. Because they went through a lot of shit. They committed suicide, and they deserve some respect on their names. But what I'm not going to go through them all because you guys don't look like you want to. What did they do to no, earn respect? It's just sad. No, yeah, that's. Yeah. I'm not negating from that, but I'm not saying that they were normal people or in smart a way, people. In a way, I mean, in a way, it's kind of like it's a depression state of it, mind. It does I think. suck. It's sad to see that they got suckered into it. Not but for us. Not for us saying that like it makes us depressed. I'm saying it's more of like them. Them, yeah. It's kind of like elongated, kind of like diluted depression. You got to really state of think mind. of what happened in their life to get them to that point to make them think that taking their own lives was okay. Like one was just or, a, or even starting before taking their lives, joining the actual cult. So my thoughts on the documentary, though, yeah, fucking yeah, let's sucked. Get, no, let's it, get a full uh, it was dope. What it was good. About it. I didn't watch it. You should. Okay. You have my. It's HBO only four Max, episodes. Bro. Or hey, you should listen to uh, Ear Junkies. I hear they're doing a series where they oh, talk dude, about each episode. Yeah, Ear Junkies. You can this find it on Spotify, podcast. iTunes, Google Podcast, Anchor. No way. Yeah, man. Oh my gosh. It's hosted by these two. Or three handsomely good-looking men, or two of them. Are well, handsome. there's one handsomely good-looking man because I hear two. he's bald and has a really good-looking beard. But he talks like a fucking fourth grader. He's like mostly Irish, so he's really cool. And then there's me. <laughs> <laughs> but no, let's get into that. What are your thoughts, Ryan? How do you feel about this whole thing? How do you feel about the documentary? Okay, so it was like a basic documentary as far as like the information. I enjoyed how much information was. There was nothing like that made me think they told it in a different way. However, like the music they had in it was dope as fuck to like for the time. Like it changed throughout, you know, the decades that they were right. in. They have some song or they have a song by Radiohead on there. Yeah, and then there's uh dope. the imagery. Like the yes. the animations they had for like you know, there was that scene where he's uh getting married to all of them and it has like these stars surrounding the moon and it shapes them back into Doe is the moon and everyone else around him is the star or it has the imagery of everyone else like f- transforming after their right the one for their exit yeah. where it shows like their body forming into something else it made their it, bodies just look yeah, like alien first, bodies it like then, a human turned into an astronaut then turned into like an alien and then into a UFO yeah and then it showed them going into the it was really cool and like their animations were it was kind of like looking at drawings mm-hmm. it was a very cool animation style I didn't watch it, so I ain't got no opinion That's on it. Okay. I'm saying you should watch it. <laughs> well, yeah, you should watch it or, yeah. I think I'm just going to listen to Ear Junkies. Well, no, nah, because they are some hey, really cool guys. animated illustrations on Ear Junkies? Documentary. I can, I can, hey, I can draw some stuff for Ear Junkies. Stick figures? I got you. No, nah, I think we're good. All right. You know, you know, how stick our, figures. you know how our logo is like super cool? What is it? You know the logo that we have? It's oh, like yeah, cool yeah. Yeah, I made it. So I can I, th- I think we're good. Okay. <laughs> Luke, your thoughts? I liked it. I thought it was really cool. Like you said, it was just kind of a it was just kind of a run of the mill uh, documentary series, but the imagery was very very cool in the music, and I felt like the songs that they picked fit really well, especially for the time because you know they changed with each era of the cult that they talked about. Um, it was just very cool. Oh, something that I guess that we left unsaid. Good job on the interviews picking people who are actually in the group, yeah, and not just people who are like kind of like. Uh, Psycho- psychologist and just kind of uh, read about it and yeah. like did research and then also having the uh, assholes yeah <laughs> having T's daughter on <laughs> well <laughs> we're getting our research straight from the source bro we're oh, kinda, we're from kinda, the interviews from ex-members you're getting <laughs> your research from researchers that are getting it straight we're, th- from the we're a third hand source big deal we're just kind of informing those people who don't watch TV that much and want to get their information <laughs> from a podcast this is for the people that this don't have this is a podcast <laughs> This is, fuck. No, this is radio. We're live right now. Everything that we said is live. I'm a creep. Anyways. Bro. Just got caught the strike. Oh. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. 
You guys just heard that it was a gunshot. I just got shot. I'm dead. All right, Luke, you got to plug in. No, my phone's charging. We're good. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Blessed. Oh, okay. So be sure to check out our HBO documentary series. That would be cool though, right? <laughs> no, it uh, if we did something bad enough to get a documentary series about us, um, <laughs> we're getting there. Don't worry. <laughs> okay, uh, be sure to check us out on Instagram. It's at Ear Junkies. I swear to you, we'll post on there again <laughs> um, next month. To be fair, me and Luke aren't active on Instagram the at all. The problem is, I don't know how to use social media. Uh, um. We should hire somebody. You guys are doing great at this, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Follow us on Instagram at Ear Junkies. Facebook's the same exact thing. Uh, remember, we got an email. That's EarJunkiesProductions at gmail.com. Um, we still have donations set up on Anchor if you would feel obliged to give us your money. I need a million dollars like right now. Okay, so 99 cents work. We don't listen to the fucking guest. He's irrelevant. 99 any, cents, five hey, cents We work. will accept anywhere from 1000 to... Uh, Two billion. 1000 and up. That's... We're talking about a thousand pesos, by the nah, way. Don't listen to these greedy ass motherfuckers. I will take anything and appreciate your support. Nah, even just he's fucking desperate. He, I honestly, <laughs> really, like, even just a penny. And nah, if dude, you, fuck your penny. If you're not able dollars. to donate money, just showing this shit to your friends, sharing it, it just it helps us out. I'll take a half a bitcoin too. And yeah, um, like a full bitcoin. half a bitcoin. That's like twenty five thousand dollars. Fucking exactly. <laughs> um. But make sure you leave us a rating and a review. It really helps us out. Um, Let us know who your favorite is out of the three of us. But yeah, right I mean, I think that's it, you know. <laughs> With that being said, I'm Ryan. I'm Liam. I'm, I'm Ryan. <laughs> Thanks for getting your fix with us, Luke. <laughs> I'm Luke. Thanks for getting your fix with us. We're going to start selling needles on our merch store. <laughs>